It is October 12th, 2020. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. Sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy birthday to my amazing little nephew, Andrew uh, Herb. Eight years old, right? The big the big uh sideways infinity sign, yeah. That's or awful. upside right infinity sign, yeah. Um I'm Tim Herb, as always. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley. I haven't got this to is the only way I get top billing anymore, is for yeah, it's when, here when Dan doesn't show up. It's you guys just keep jinxing each other. It's I I'm gonna remain the constant that everybody uh I don't know hopefully doesn't not tune in for but or if we just uh, been doing deep fakes this whole time we're never on the same show so it's just been <laughs> me doing a British accent every time Dan's here yeah. and vice versa fuck you Kevin <laughs> whatever that <John laughs> yeah oh oh we got Elliot Beaven Brian Percy Herrera Clayton Poss. Yeah, Brian, as as Brian says, special guest Kevin Bradley joining us tonight. Exactly. And if anybody's joining us with the Braves playing tonight, thank you. Top yeah. billing for sure. It's a hell of a hell of a team go, uh, going right now for that uh, that Braves organization. Something for Atlanta to cheer about. No kidding. I got their work cut yeah. out for them though in this series. So. But yes, thank you for making us a part of your Monday evening. As always, if you guys are watching live on YouTube, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. The notification bell icon gets notified whenever we go live. Join the trap. Join in with all your friends and your family and just have fun. Uh, I think the real reason Dan didn't want to come is because he knew the format of tonight's show was going to be very little information and way more back to basics of just. As it is way back to basics tonight. Because I will have to say, because this is bullshit that I because have to fuck get, YouTube TV because fuck I, YouTube TV. I have right? to get I have to get ExpressVPN just so that I can watch Atlanta United. It's blacked out. What's what's the point of a blackout anymore? I don't get it. There's no fans in the stadium either. Um, no. But luckily, I had a 30 day free trial of uh, ExpressVPN come through my email because they're they're like. They're like LA Fitness from like whenever I subscribed to LA Fitness. I don't know, ten years ago. They're still sending me. I, we want you back. Come back. We'll give you another. We'll give you another thirty days. They're like Sirius XM. Like you can get like a full year for like six bucks if you bargain with them. Um, yeah, it's like HelloFresh. Like somebody shared a box of HelloFresh <laughs> with me six years ago, and it's like you got thirty days left, and I still get an email every month. It's like you got a free box waiting for you. I think that's expired. Uh, it looks like we got the plug now. Percy Herrera saying y'all could have just asked for the Xfinity login. I'm going to slide into the DMs on Wednesday night. <laughs> we are going to have you're going to be getting all the emails. Signed in from Lilburn. Signed in from from, exactly. from Chambly, Signed in from Alpharetta. Exactly. Bing, 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 bing. Exactly. We get all those security alerts. Edgar Ochoa. He said I'm about to leave to watch the Braves. Sorry, no problem. We understand. Not at all. I'm I'm, I'm no Ronald Acuna. Um, yeah. I do love those those outcast photoshop memes that 
have you the outcast you're talking about the outcast jackets oh yeah you're talking about how, how people put, photoshopped the people really photoshopped their received receipts on those that, that's anybody, the real photoshop job did anybody finally get their outcast jacket from no. whatever that was super bowl 50 no whatever i don't know yeah probably not no there's a photoshop um meme going around where people were putting faces of duos on on oh, andre okay. and uh, big boy yeah and there was one with acuna and ozzy albies on it was gotcha cool. it was pretty gotcha. seamless yeah um yeah brian's right though he's saying like a baseball game requires so much attention that you can't watch this simultaneously exactly exactly it's yeah, exactly how i feel most um, of those guys are basically doing a podcast whenever they're broadcasting for a baseball game like there's so much dead air in between the action and like the build up yeah. between pitch to pitch they're talking about what they ate for lunch three weeks ago and if anybody saw the latest tarantino movie and stuff like yeah. that well, I mean, think about it like college football wise, like you used to get like Todd's taste of the town, like when Todd Blackledge on ESPN, they would do like the, yeah, yeah. the ACC, SEC featured game and you would get in the like football has enough space in between that in oh, between yeah. plays. You can go to a three minute segment of get a whole feature that, in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And then you got baseball. Just watch the hot mic. Like how the guy for uh, Tom Brenneman, I think it was the guy who rightfully resigned the the Reds broadcaster who got caught saying homophobic things on on the on the air. Like, I don't understand how that happens. You have so much time to think about what you're saying, and how so much time between things in baseball. Like, there's yeah. it's crazy to me. Um, anyway. So uh, I, I don't I think I read what Edgar Ochoa is requesting, which says let's get down to the game that way I don't miss anything live. I think it should be stated up front in this episode that we are both winging the hell out of this episode. Because I got to watch I got to watch a decent amount of Wednesday nights, and then we watched a good amount of Saturday's game. I'm not okay. gonna lie, but yeah, like, I haven't watched. I did ever since the YouTube TV parting ways with the the local Fox networks. I've been unable to watch anything, which is really frustrating because I got my YouTube TV back online just for two weeks later for it to say, too bad. You can't watch yeah. this anymore. Hey, but, but luckily, you got VH1. You got VH1 hey, now. I got Clemson. I'm good. Yeah. You got, you got VH1 so you can watch uh, Major League like I was we were watching on the couch on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. It's, There's been so um, much good TV coming on on everything right now. I feel like it's just been a mountain of new releases of stuff anyway, so I've been more than busy. But it, it, it pains me to not watch this team continue to lose with the exception of a draw against Orlando and a win against D.C. Yeah. So Saturday, Saturday night was interesting. I thought it was um, – you know, to be honest, I haven't been that discouraged with our play the past two games. I felt like in the game against Orlando, uh, I felt like we were going to be okay. Like I told Dan last week, because like they haven't earned me being that afraid of that team and they have to do it on a consistent basis. And we looked, I'd say, pretty, pretty decent against them. Um, and one of the big elements to me in both of these games that's helped in defense has been, I, I felt like Franco Escobar's play has been great. Um, been very scared of him getting a red card in both yeah. of those, both of those games. The, but I mean, between Franco and miles, like I feel like our back line is solidified again. I mean, we held Orlando scoreless. It's not like they weren't without DK up front. They played Nani in the, the latter half of the game. 
they had, uh, and then Chris Mueller came in too, I think probably in like the 60th minute. He was the second half substitution, I think, and we still held them. Yeah. And then you go to the game on Saturday, and it, it, the, the main thing I, I would say on Wednesday night's game. And Moreno played this past game, right? Saturday, yes. Yeah. So Wednesday night, I was very um, encouraged, albeit for four days, three days, whatever it was, to see that Stephen Glass played the same lineup that got us a win in D.C. And then you fast forward to Saturday, and John's on the bench. Um, Moreno's in. Well, you've got to for that situation, though, right? No, I know. I get it. But, like, it was still, like, a weird tinkering. Uh, I don't know. The the tinkering, tink, like, I don't know. He just tinkers a little too much. I'm hoping to get a little more uh, solidity in that in that lineup. But, yes, L.A. Beaven says Moreno was the biggest factor in that game on Saturday. I thought that he was great. Um, he looked very comfortable. I, I'm guessing his fitness isn't there yet. He came out and, I don't know, he played 60-something minutes. And, but I, I felt like he and Heinemann together were playing off of one another. And that's another encouraging thing. I know that uh, Heinemann, Heinemann has been slated, uh, you know, since the restart has being one of our scapegoats and he hasn't lived up to his, his billing or his, his salary much since the restart. But in the past two games, he seems a lot more comfortable. He's creating chances. I feel like he's taking shots too. And I, I think the two of those were playing well together. Um, yeah, I don't – I mean, Brian's point, I mean, anybody remember that Barco guy? He's in the hyperbaric time chamber right now eating sensu beans. And have you Well, seen that's that what I was – I was just looking up, like, the – I was just looking up the news to see if anything had been posted about it. And I guess that Bocanegra released a statement saying that it, there's nothing nefarious going on, basically, that they're, he's still just recovering from an unstated injury, a.k.a. COVID. Do you, I don't think it's COVID though. I don't think he would be running in that. Um, you saw that picture of him running, right? The Instagram yeah, picture yeah. That he posted? yeah. Like, I don't think that would be COVID related, but the, yeah, it's, it is weird to not see him in, in the lineup at all. And just, I don't think there's anything nefarious going on either. I think Percy was the one earlier today that posted something to the effect of like everything that he's seeing, he's playing internet sleuth. He's saying it seems like a sprained ACL or something like that, but gotcha. I, I have I have no idea. I he wouldn't be running on a treadmill if it was anything serious. I wouldn't think. No, I know he's in that no. anti grav thing or whatever that that bubble boy like. Ooh, lower speaking half of, of serious injuries, you said you did not see the Dak Prescott injury. Uh, unfortunately, I watched it uh, earlier. Yes, yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty I didn't pretty see. I didn't see the aftermath. I because we Angie and I were talking about it. It was. It's always like the initial diagnosis was, I know, uh, a dislocated ankle, which I know dislocated ankles and elbows don't sound too serious, but I believe they're really bad. Injuries yeah, it dislocated entirely, if that's the yeah. case. <laughs> Angie, Angie said, um, no, the bone went through his leg. Yeah. It was a compound It fracture. was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. That poor guy, man. I love Dak yeah. Prescott. I, yeah. I feel for him. That's, yeah, you never want to see an absolute shame. No. Yeah. yeah. The... Especially in such a minor, like it just seemed like such a simple collision, like nothing major. It was, it wasn't like it was some really big hit or something like that where it looked like he was in to get hurt. He just came down the wrong way more than anything. And yeah, it's brutal. That always seems to be the case, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that that happened. 
Chiefs coach um, Steve's in the house. Uh, evening, everyone. Sorry I'm late. I was attacked by a box of assorted Reese's yummies. That brings up a good point since we're about two weeks away from Halloween, which no kiddos will probably be able to enjoy this year. So what Halloween candy will be on your hit list as they go on sale this year? What's your, what's your fate? Wait, so were you like us? Like we never had like uh, buckets or um, – like the pumpkin pails or whatever. Like we, we got our biggest pillowcases and we went out around the neighborhood to, to trick or treat growing up. First of all, we didn't have pillowcases growing up and uh, couldn't afford them. And we just, we just took those little white plastic. Thank you bags from the Piggly Wiggly basically. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) No, we took the smiley face Chinese takeout bags. That was definitely it. No, uh, we, uh, yeah, we did, we did pillowcases as well for sure. You got you got so much more volume in there. Those kids, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke oh, to walk yeah. out there with one of those little pale uh, jack o' lantern pails. Yeah, yeah. It's an amateur oh, the, hour. Elliot Beaven coming with the real questions: <laughs> left or right Twix candy? I'm a left Twix guy. <laughs> Big time left Twix guy. <laughs> I, I'm like that with Kit Kats. I only eat the left side of the like fun size, and I just leave the right one in the wrapper. Just don't even. <laughs> it's want like it. me with boneless uh, chicken wings. I, I eat them like regular chicken wings, and I just toss out the middle. Just eat it like corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> just throw away the middle. <laughs> exactly. What 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 is your go to? What what is your what is your ideal treat? Like, what would you trade other people for growing up? Reese's. That's Always. fair. I was Always a big, useless. I was a big milk dud and, um, fuck, I'm having a brain fart. I just had it. What I also liked Tootie whenever Roll? you got the, whenever you got the junior mints, cause you had to eat those first before they tainted all the rest of the candy. Those in the York peppermint patties. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid somebody nukes your candy bag with a handful of peppermints. Yeah. Just throw it in there. It ruins <laughs> all the chocolate. In there. Or banana Laffy Taffy. You're like, Throwing grenades and foxholes in people's candy bag, just going yeah. through dropping peppermints. <laughs> See if they don't notice it for two weeks. Uh, um, yeah, no tootsie. The big tootsie rolls, the big fat tootsie rolls, oh. and then milk dough. I did like whenever they came out with the uh, like the fruit flavored tootsie rolls. I did oh, like yeah. those a lot. The those were awesome. Ones, yeah, yeah, those were awesome. Those were very Those were good. real good. Brittany says peanut M and M's. That's a classic. You can't you can't knock that. Reese's sticks. Coach Steve said. Oh, uh, Reese's sticks. Is that like the Take Five bars? Is that what that is? No, Take Five has like pretzels and stuff in it. I've never had a Reese's stick. I don't know what that is. I think is. I've had Reese's sticks before. Oh, Fast Break bars are another one. Those are underrated as hell. Those are good. Those ones. are pretty good. Uh, pretty Brian good. says crackle. And then Andy uh, Andy Watkins says Hershey's just chocolate done right no fucking crackle ch- chocolate crackle no who who wants crackle crunch oh. bar just just take a crunch bar and throw it in some pond water and then eat it that's a crackle for you <laughs> how come they never, how come Nestle never said hey we need or is it or no 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 Hershey's makes crackle how come Hershey's never said we need a bunch of crunch for crackle. Because bunch of crunch is good as shit. That is that yeah. is the good stuff. Yeah. Butterfingers. Yeah. Elliot even says. Um, oh yeah. Have you, lastly, with the Twix, before we get back to the game, the Twix. Have you had the cookies and cream Twix? I have not. Ooh yeah. So instead of caramel, it's cookies and cream, and then a chocolate cookie. 
I will say I'm a big fan of the Hershey's cookies and cream candy bar. That's a solid oh, yeah. too. too. I, and Symphony, what about the Symphony bars with the? Um, oh, it's basically like a score bar. Right? Yeah, that's like a score bar. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And zero bar. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, back, zero so bar. To, Gross. It's just nougat, right? It's like nougat and almonds and white chocolate. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It is so good. I don't care. <laughs> It's so good. Um, but you like you want to cough because the white chocolate's so like chalky. You know what I'm talking about? Like whenever you get it's like whenever you get in the soup. Yeah. <laughs> you get chocolate so it's <laughs> you can't breathe. You're not I choking. Like, I feel like that every time I eat Tim. I just yeah, eat like a true. wood chipper. Like if I'm yeah. not heaving in the middle of a meal, I'm not eating. <laughs> If I don't feel like I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> if, I don't have to get right if I don't have to get an inhaler out to finish my dinner, I'm not, <laughs> not doing it. But I have to get the what I have to get the uh what is it, the damn air compressor out. The... <laughs> 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 Try and force it down. It's a homemade ventilator. Um so quick quick note about um Quick note about Barco. Gustavo Rodriguez down in uh, Argentina saying, I think Barco was secretly sanctioned for the PK issue. It was clear he had a problem with teammates. Really? It's interesting. I hadn't heard anything about that. Why would he be sanctioned for that? It's like the team for, internally. Talking about, for his, talking about for his dispute with um, Kubo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. That seems odd. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, culture is what it is. I don't know. No, yeah, I don't know if yeah. it's so strict internally that it would be, you know, showing. I mean, he didn't miss that many games. He didn't get suspended that many games for his uh, his part in the Brandon Vasquez saga. So I don't know. I don't think so. That's anyway. true. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Brandon Vasquez and the the remains of Tata, I heard that I missed the game, but Netherlands fell to. Mexico. Last, yeah, that was last happened? week, right? Yeah. 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 It was like Wednesday, I think, yeah. or Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot it was on last week. Yeah. So, so Saturday was like a, I don't know. Again, the tinkering. It was good to see Jurgen Dam play. Yeah. Um, I, I was a little disappointed. I'm not saying Adam John is a world beater, but it was a, it was a little disappointing to not see him start because it felt like he's been pretty positive the past few games. Um, and I don't know if John. I know. I don't know. I don't know if John Gallagher's absolutely like a like the option to have as a sole striker up there. That said, I feel like we should. I don't know. I've seen a lot of disputing. Have you watched the at least the the goal by? Yeah. Yeah. Red Bulls. What did you think? Yeah. Was that should that have been um, disallowed? Um. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm always on the wrong side of every one of these disputes. It's like I want the I want play to be allowed to take place until it's against my side, right? Like that's always the weird yeah. thing to try to argue with situations like that. So I don't know. What about you? I mean, I've seen jo like Josh Bagrinski has been pretty vocal in saying that it was the right call, but at the same time, the ball was like inches. I felt like away from from hitting Daniel Royer, and he was. I felt like he was clearly offside 
I felt like it probably should have been disallowed, but it could be, you know, I, I'm biased. I'm not going to lie to your, to your point. I feel I mean, like it's just I'm like the dog. So stuff, right? Like it's just so, we- I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I really don't know how to feel about it other than, you know, if that's how we get beat, that's not the worst way. Um, worst way to go. I, I, I don't know. It, I still felt like we played, played pretty decently in a really like in a somewhat shitty game. Like I felt like the game was not, um, it wasn't like a great spectacle to watch. Andy Watkins says, did he interfere with Brad's view? No, but by the way the rule is written, I feel that his presence would have changed my response as a keeper. Um, Brittany S says no goal for her. Um, Keith, Keith Filer says, yes, disallowed. He had to move to move out of the way of the ball. Right. That So that's my thing is I feel like, he was close enough. Like you see a ball lofted over the top and a guy gets that close to a ball. They're going to call it offside. But if it's on, I guess if it's on a shot in the box, I don't know, man. I don't know. Goose yeah. wouldn't have been able to get to it. I don't know if his positioning would have changed, but I don't know. It's tough because Goose was completely beaten out on that. Like Daniel Royer's not there. I still think the ball goes in, but that doesn't change that he was in front of the goal, in front of the ball, or next to the ball whenever the ball went into the net. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough to say. But, yes, uh, Marcelino Moreno, definitely a bright spot. Excited for him. It's nice to have a DP on the field. That's – I mean, it's been – it feels like a while. Anybody who – so we watched – because ESPN Plus – still had we didn't have to do the vpn thing to watch it but we had to watch the spanish broadcast and the spanish broadcasters were calling him hindem emerson Heinemann, hindem maybe we've been doing it wrong this whole time yeah maybe maybe so yeah i pronounce <laughs> mispronounce everybody else's name so exactly. probably mispronounce Add it to the list yeah yeah emerson hindem um <laughs> yeah hindem. like, like Damn hey, it, kill him. <laughs> oh dear god we do dude it's such a busy fixture schedule like uh, uh like the fixture schedule the good right news now is, is atlanta is only what two points out of uh, two points away from seventh place was that last i looked i think they were uh, only two play two points outside of seventh place but that might have changed because of the no the red bulls game fucked that never mind so, nope. Atlanta is just hanging on in that tenth spot. Gee, yeah, we're we're two points out of eighth with Montreal. Yeah, Nashville also has a game in hand, and they're you know, same same distance away. Super cool. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, we still could we still could see ourselves into the playoffs and pull a miracle out of our ass. You never That's know. That's not going to happen. I Come don't on. know, man. You never know. Oh, I know. Um, no, you don't. You don't know. No. I mean, we're in the play-in game as it stands, in one of the play-in games. Yeah, but we've still got to play Toronto, Orlando again, and Columbus. Like, maybe we win three of our last six games. Maybe. 
But this isn't. Does anybody know? Is this the end of the schedule, or is this just the games? That- it's gonna have to be, man. Like that takes us to November eighth. Like once you go to a playoff system, if you don't have that be the end of the schedule, you're gonna be through December, and then you're starting back up in February on regular season play. Like, isn't that the the new? Doesn't the new schedule start? Like, isn't the new schedule normally starting us in February or early March? When was our first game this year? Right? Uh, It was late February. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it can't go any. It can't go much longer, if at all, past what they've got it at right now on the eighth. So the only thing that's for sure right now, I guess maybe so. I was going to say the only thing that's for sure is the dates on the MLS cup final, which is December 12th. So I guess however many games we can get in before then. So the question I have is. And Keith, because... Keith Bauer says this is the end of the schedule. So, okay. So the question I haven't seen raised at all is what happens with champions league next year? Like I think we probably just resume where we were. So do but but what about the other teams that'll qualify from this year? Like does everything get postponed to next year? And then what about the teams that are qualifying from this season's play? I like, think so. Does, I wanna I wanna say at one point we were there was a lapse in the schedule or some sort of overlap in the schedule where teams were playing for I wanna say it was like our first year in the league, maybe, where teams were like playing for the next season of champions league not i don't That's know so bizarre was, yeah it's weird i don't know what we're gonna do um it's unprecedented obviously don't yeah have no idea what to do um but i mean the last we knew ccl was postponed and yeah i mean it doesn't really matter it's not like we're gonna come back from that three nil <laughs> deficit against was it three or four <laughs> it was three. three okay yeah. um Oh, and Andy says that he doesn't think that they've officially announced this year as canceled. So I don't know. Interesting. I can't keep up with all this shit. Like NBA just finished last night and then they're going to start back up in like six weeks. I know. Um, so is it, what is it? The 24th? Is that the first in game attendance game for the season? Right. The DC United game. That sounds right. Anybody? anybody uh, that's what I was going to ask. Anybody in the trap going to that? I will not be. I know you're not either, right? No, I don't think we'll venture into the stadium for. I don't even know if next year we would do it. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It all depends on vaccine, and all depend. I, yeah, it's. I feel like it's up in the air, man. I have yeah. no idea. Like, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 70,000 people in that stadium. I mean, I just think back to the Atalanta and Valencia game and champions league. That was the big super spreader event between France and Spain or uh, Italy and Spain. Sorry. And that, yeah, yeah, this just seems reminiscent of that. Luckily we're not putting that many fans in the stadium or anything like that. So no. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, they may end up being just season ticket holders next year, not opening it up to general public. Yeah. At least early on, I could easily see that happening. I just wonder if they would, which do... is only what 15,000, 17,000. I mean, I say just, I mean, I know that's a big crowd, but still, there were 30,000 at one point. Was it really? I didn't realize yeah. there were that many. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, 
Yeah, and I don't know, to Keith Fowler's point, he says he's not going this year. Um, so is, neither is Coach Steve. So it's saving uh, credits for next year. I don't, And I wonder if they offer those credits for the subsequent season if you don't go next year. I doubt it. If they're going to be open to full capacity and you choose not to go, I think you're going to be on the hook for it. Yeah. Um, Gustavo, back to the game. Say Marcelino played well with uh, Jurgen Dam and uh, probably because they spoke in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, get a little bit of that um, that chemistry in there, being able to communicate well with one another. It's, it definitely doesn't hurt. Um, you got to find a way to watch the game on Wednesday, man. How? What am I supposed get to it. do? Get a VPN. Okay, so I'm going to pay for another thing, and then I got to pay for another oh. subscription. I get a VPN, and then I still have to get another subscription. Well, at least get the free month of the VPN. Yeah, but then I've got to get another subscription for a streaming service because it's not going to be on YouTube TV, no matter whether I have a VPN oh. service or not. Yeah, and you're right. Fuck ESPN Plus. I'm I'm done with that service. They've yeah, already what, what, got too much of my money. What Brittany S said though is to go to Hulu TV Live. But then that's the problem too, is like that doesn't cover everything. Like you have to pick like Hulu Live, you either pick the service that has all of the local Fox networks or you pick the one that has all the ESPN networks. And I'm not gonna do that. And it's the same price as YouTube TV. Like I'm, I'm no. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely um, ridiculous. Kevin Escobar bringing the absolute back or black comedy into this saying, uh, I might just massacre my family first. So I won't feel bad about going <laughs> to the games. That's uh, like Bill Burr's stand up. Uh, his call oh up for God. SNL. Talking yeah, that was pretty amazing. <laughs> that was great. That was so good to watch it the was. internet just completely implode. Yeah, uh, Kevin Escobar also says Opera Browser has a VPN built in. I completely forgot about Opera. That's right. They have a free VPN built into their browser. So you could set your location to whatever you wanted. Okay. Yeah, so, that's what Keith Filer said uh, you were talking about where, where you had to choose between. The, the gotcha. So it's time for you to switch to Hulu TV. Oh, I just want to pick a lane, man. Just yeah. let me pick a lane. I guess I was thinking of Sling. You're absolutely right. I was. I forgot about that. That's my fault. Yeah. Definitely my fault. Mm-hmm. But did you watch Swamp Thing, though? No. What did that come on? It was so good. So they put it out on it, – it was originally only going to air on the DC app, which nobody had. Yeah, and. That? Like DC Comics had an app that they were like going to start doing content for to try to compete with all the Marvel stuff being on Disney Plus or something. Nobody got it. And it was really great, apparently. Well, now the CW picked it up and they're going to start airing it. And they've put out the first episode was last week. And now, you know me, baby. I'm all about that. And it was, I I mean, dude, it's got a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I was on board no matter what, but it's legitimately good. I enjoyed it. But how does the Swamp Thing look in comparison to the 80s movies? It's good, man. You only see it for a little bit in the first episode. But it's good. I like it. Does it look more like Swamp Thing or Man Thing? I'll uh, Hold on. I'll pull it up and I'll send you a link so you can share it. Or why don't you just Google it and share the screen? Man Thing looks pretty sweet. Man Thing? They didn't do a Man Thing show. No, they didn't. 
No, I'm just talking about in general. Like I. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so Brittany S. Yes, Lovecraft Country is amazing, but fuck Monsterland. That first episode, I've I've yet to watch a show that had me as shaken up and troubled as the first episode of Monsterland did. I I cannot re- recommend somebody watch that show. Um, but Lovecraft Country is amazing. Look at that, dude. Look at how good that looks. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, I feel good. like they got a really good balance between CGI and practical effects and they had, they got the tone right because it's always been this like kind of dark gritty noir style comic book. That's, set in the swamp and they've managed to find a way to capture that in a show. That's it's been really good. That's the eighties version, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I always send Stacy the, the gif of him doing the thumbs up, the (laughs) eighties. God, that reminds me Uh, of like toxic Avenger and shit like that. Oh yeah. 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 Doom Patrol, that's one I haven't watched either. They they filmed that over by my office, apparently. Um, we get our pot shut down in Conyers all the time for Doom Patrol. The what? What did they watch? Doom Patrol. What did do? Oh, yeah. Somebody was saying, who was that? Say, Doom, Elliot Beaver said that was good, yeah. Yeah. they uh, We get notices on our door at the office, and they'll be like, sorry, we're taking over your entire parking lot for this. It's like, great. Cool. Yeah. but Awesome. Still never watched it between that and the um, Vampire Diary stuff. Oh, yeah. So we were talking about Lovecraft Country. I know I've been recommending that to just about everybody. And, and I recommended it to you guys the first episode. I can no longer recommend that for you and Angie to watch because yeah. it gets real, real, real messy. And Angie will probably get sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we got to figure something out. We just finished Succession and that's all I want to watch, but there are no more episodes in existence. So I yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. So, and you've sworn um, on all the cooking shows, right? Yeah. Trying not to watch cooking shows. <laughs> They're dangerous. Yeah. D- triple like triple D right now would ruin me. Like if I were watching <laughs> an episode of triple D, I would be absolutely ruined. Yeah. Um, all right. So we have fucking inner Miami again. Why do you keep wanting to talk about Atlanta United, Tim? Just let me have this. I'm just joking. Despite my best efforts, you'll bring us back on track. Yeah. I'm the conductor. Not of the train in Lilburn. I don't know if you heard about that. No. Saturday night over here, um, apparently there was a train derailed because of all the rain. Holy shit. Yeah. it was Saturday was crazy, man. Like, it was an insane amount of rain. Like, our backyard flooded like crazy. But, um, yeah. and our gutters could not hold water. Like, they were just pouring over the entire. Um, but, yeah, they had, they had a train derail. It shut down the, the, the Greenway, our version of the Beltway or Beltline or whatever. Um, yeah, it's shut down. City Park's shut down for a couple of days Jesus. because of it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, um, the boys is on my list, too. Yeah, they just finished season two, released the final episode on Friday. And Mandalorian is coming later this month, and I can't wait for season. You guys never finished the first season, did you? 
No, I watched the first episode. I just couldn't like we were watching it in bed at like ten o'clock at night. And I that's a bad recipe for me. Like I fall asleep so bad. Like no matter Especially because the pacing is like once upon a time in the West and it's just <laughs> very slow Western style. Like yeah. Like I love Nick, Nick Nolte, but I I can't stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stay awake. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. But um Oh, UFC minute request. You can't avoid yeah. that. You're not going to avoid that. I didn't finish. I've I watched watch more of the UFC lately than I have of Atlanta United. Yeah. <laughs> the highlights of that that back kick <laughs> knockout. Yeah. Um, that was probably the most insane KO I've ever seen in my life. I think without a doubt, that was the most insane yeah. knockout. Pretty awesome. Some Steven Seagal movie shit. Pretty awesome. That's what I tried to do to Matthew in high school whenever he grabbed my foot in the <laughs> courtyard. And uh, I tried to kick him, he grabbed my foot, and I was like, oh, I'll just kick him with my other foot, not realizing I was 230 pounds and I was just going to fall flat on my ass with a, <laughs> with a thudding collapse in front of at least 150 people. That was cool. Yeah. It's good times. Yeah. It's good times. Um, But yeah. We play Miami again on Wednesday. I feel like this season needs an asterisk on it for no other reason than we keep playing the same damn teams over and over and over and over again. It's yeah. like, it feels like it's hard. Oh, we should be dominating as a result of that. We are playing <laughs> the worst teams in the league over and over and over again and continuing well, Miami's to not be... a bad team, though. Or, or do it's... we... Or, oh, wait a minute. Can we take the SEC bias... Because we're all playing each other, so we're just beating each other up in the bottom of the league. Nobody can get out. That's it. So it's going to be Atlanta, Orlando, and Miami, like the last three teams, or <laughs> throw in Columbus or something in there in the East. You're probably not wrong. I mean, <laughs> I mean LSU looks good, right? The um, right. We'll just start taking the Missouri. Like, Stanford's like, well, we play the SEC. Like, we're playing again. <laughs> <laughs> no but really like i feel like it's yeah, gonna be hard. i feel like it's played, gonna we played alabama close man like what we played them close <laughs> i think we should definitely be in the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile orlando's like we want bama <laughs> give us bama we want bama <laughs> exactly no, but for real, like what I feel like there is a lack of a, an accurate barometer this season and knowing what teams are really that good because everybody's kind of playing the same up until recently. Like everybody's playing the same teams yeah. over and over again. It's hard to tell. Like Columbus look like world beaters, but they're not sitting first in the league anymore. Toronto's sitting first in the East. And I think Philly's second right now in the East. Is it Toronto, Philly, Orlando? No, Columbus, Orlando. It is Toronto, Philly, Columbus, Orlando, NYCFC, New England, and that's the top six. Yeah. So I don't really know what to think or expect. Portland's tops in the West? Uh, no, Seattle. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. Seattle and Portland, Seattle. Seattle and Portland are tied. Yeah. But I, I, I can see either of those teams running roughshod over, Holy over the West. shit. Seattle's goal differential is 18 right now. That's pretty solid because Toronto like, have, nobody, nobody has more than double digits in the East in goal differential. Oh, wait, no. I mean, Philly's 16. Oh, okay. Toronto's 12. 
Columbus is 14. Orlando is 12. So, yeah. More teams have double-digit goal differentials in the Eastern than in the West. I see a team like Seattle probably going through and um, Seattle or Portland, whoever makes it out of the West of those two teams, it's going to be one of those two teams as always is going to end up winning the title. I don't think that anybody in the East, I think Philly, Philly's super dynamic. I feel like they have a good team and a great core and I feel like they can cause problems, but that's what's crazy to me is San Jose is sitting in seventh in the West. Negative goal differential, right? Minus 19 goal differential. It's a top-heavy, definitely a top-heavy conference. Yeesh! Yeah. So, um, I think Seattle or Portland is going to end up winning the title. But, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think the Phillies, I think the Philly fans are going to be pretty happy. To see, I think that team, I, I could see that team winning the East. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a one-game difference right now between them and Toronto. So, see how it shakes out. How do you feel about the Miami game? Um, considering I haven't watched a match in two weeks, I say go Atlanta. Play for a win. I don't know, man. It's tough to say considering we have not beaten Miami this season and they are one of the worst teams in the league, not just in the East. And arguably our best performance against them came as a result of a nil nil draw at the beginning of September. So this is our fourth time playing them. Yes. So with that, I, I don't know, man. I, like I said a couple weeks ago on here, I think any, any positive outcome has found money. I'm not going into any game expecting a win. Do I want a win? Absolutely. Am I going to say that Atlanta's going to win? Absolutely. Do I expect that to be the case? No, I don't. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. What about you? Yeah. I, I'm feeling pretty good. I think, and Elliot even brings up kind of the point that I think is oh, yeah. me right now is Marcelino Moreno's injection into this team. Like his, his hustle, his control on the ball, and, and his vision, I felt like were very, very welcome additions to the team on Saturday. I can understand from watching him why he's a DP, especially yeah. right now in the current climate money, you know, not being super readily available. I don't think in us not being a super attractive um, destination for players just because of the uncertainty around management around yeah. turnover and, and all that. But how long is his yeah. contract? Do we know? I don't, I would imagine it's probably to something like 2024, 2025. I, probably four or five year contract but he i was hoping it was just a year right? man like honestly i i don't know i think you and i talked about this i'm i feel like atlanta is playing with fire and going down a very similar trajectory of the situation they got themselves in with fdb and pity martinez where you've got a dp and then all of a sudden a manager that's got to come in and win everybody over right but I, it, yes and no, right? Like, so I understand from a continuity standpoint that it's not necessarily the best situation, which we talked about in, in episodes past where, you know, being a man without a country, being a being a guy who's brought in by the front office, but not for the manager that you're going to eventually play for, it is detrimental to the player. But 
The other thing that's good, I think, from this standpoint, is that Marcelino Moreno doesn't have the same spotlight placed on him as Petey Martinez did because he doesn't have the quote-unquote South American Player of the Year. He's not sure. touted as like being this huge up-and-coming guy. Um, and even like people, I felt like, I don't know, grasping a straw is the right word, but like reading into the, like Lanus posted on Twitter, like, you know, we've given you another successful number 10 before, you know, this is a successful partnership. And then everybody's like, how dare you compare him to Miguel Almiron? Like, that's so unfair. I was like, I don't think, I think all they're saying no, is like, we've yeah. had success before and dealing with each other. Right. And then right. we're going to have success to uh, success again. But, um, I think this is a better situation than that. And the fact that he's 25, if he signed a four or five year contract, which I imagine he did, we're probably going to keep him through his prime. And I don't see Barkley here for very long. So that gives us another, like probably midfield field spot to, or winger to give it another DP spot to, because Joseph's going to be here for, as as he says, as long as we'll have him. Um, right. So, um I'm not. If you're a, if you're so, a betting man, you think Marco's gone this transfer window or no? No, based on I don't what we've heard so, so far. No, because we're two weeks away, and I don't know if any team's that desperate in in Europe right now for a player of his caliber. So, I think probably more so next year. I think, but um, yeah, it's it'd be interesting. Um, Elliot even says Eric Lopez would be a DP if Barco is gone. If that's the case, then. Um, yeah, I refuse to entertain Andy Watkins in the trap. Yeah. And then Kevin Escobar said Moreno already showing better work rate than Petey did at his start. And that's true. Like I felt like that's one thing. Yeah. Like you didn't see, you didn't see Marcelino Moreno hit the deck a couple of times, but you didn't see him writhing on the floor. You didn't see him complaining or calling for fouls. He was very much heads down in a lot of instances where he was just a dog in the fight. Like I felt like he was very much, um, hustling his ass off on Saturday. And it was very much welcomed. Uh, Brittany S. saying Gallagher was looking gassed. He's been running nonstop for two weeks, two games a week. So um, I don't think he'll get sat. Brittany Brittany S. did ask if we start Adam John or not. I think that we should. I think it would be nice to have that target, a big target man up front. It would be interesting to see what Marcelino Moreno and Emerson Hindman and then the the two wingers and and Lennon and and, – Gallagher can can provide, but um, yeah, and then Barco for that matter. So I don't know. It'll be it'll be good to see. I think we probably will see a little bit of rotation, if if not rotation back to the to the um, lineup that we saw a week ago. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Like you said, it's found money. Like I still think this this it, it might be hard to watch sometimes, but I still find it exciting because you're having to find like what gems you have on this team to move forward with. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. How are the Braves doing? Anybody know? Oh, yeah. I meant to look for that. How about, How about the Bills? How? How about the Bills? Did they win again yesterday? Uh, no. Uh, the, they had a no, they, the game got pushed because of the COVIDs. So they're playing the Titans tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yeah. Gotcha. Huh. Uh, Braves up. one nothing in the second. Nice. Yeah, that's and great. How how upset does the I know they're losing now. Uh they're down two games to nil now, but like how pissed off 
are a lot of baseball purists and fans that the Astros still made it back to the ALCS. Out of the whole cheating <laughs> the it's like maybe it wasn't just stealing signs. Maybe we have good players. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Kevin Escobar said, I think that's what we missed from 2018, people's work rate. Escobar was great. So it was true. Franco. Franco Escobar, both people. Escobar times two. Oh. Um, yeah. Did you hear uh, Dean Worley mentions how about the Falcons? Did you did you hear the news about Falcons? Is, so is Raheem Morris the interim coach? I did not see who they named as interim coach, but I, I just saw that Dimitrov and um, Quinn are out. Oh, yeah. That's the Thomas long Dimitrov overdue. Has long overdue. Dan yeah. Quinn will never, but like, I felt like Dimitrov was. He's been there way – he's way too long in that seat. Yeah, Morris is the coach right now. Yeah, right? Morris, granted, he was only like – I think he was like the youngest coach in the league whenever he was coaching Tampa Bay. He was did not have a great time in Tampa Bay from what I remember. So it would be interesting to see that. But Yeah, well, it's one of those things you can't really get much worse, right? It's the same with the glass at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of par for the course for these, these Atlanta teams playing in Mercedes-Benz. So so what happened? I don't. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get Kevin's joke. Oh, um, he was saying Franco was the only person having a really good work rate in 2018. Oh, gotcha. Got it. Gotcha. Um, I I have a serious question about Stephen Glass's future. So if they already said he's not the manager, they promoted him from Atlanta United too. Tony Annan took his spot at Atlanta United too. He's not going to resume the position of manager at Atlanta United, too, right? Like he took this as a second role. He's going to get a DC spot, a designated coach spot with the roster. <laughs> roster. Speaking of DC coaching slots, did you see that Joe Ellis is one of the candidates for the DC United job? No, I did not. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'd be, I'd be pretty impressed. Yeah. To see her. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty awesome. She she definitely is a better fit, I think, than Ben Olsen. Yeah. Ben Olsen was there a lot longer. I think I saw that it was I think it was Pablo Maurer posted something to the effect of Ben Olsen has been involved either playing or managing DC United in 71 of their games. 70 71% of all of their games since they came wow. into Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So what else you got going on the rest of the week, homie? Got the game Wednesday, and then do we got a game Saturday too, or no, or just Wednesday? We do, yeah. And then we're gonna go to Paragon tomorrow night. Yes, just give everybody our business, just in case okay. they want to show up. Who cares? Who cares? I don't want anybody watching me play golf. <laughs> we play Toronto on Sunday. Dude, um, I've been feeling so much better playing. It's been awesome. Yeah, now you don't have that like big monkey on your back of impressing anybody. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> slowly building up consistency in my swing and swing mechanics. It's been good. So, unfortunately, I have not done any Inktober this year. Um, just time and schedule has not afforded me as much. But you've you've taken on the creative title in this duo, doing all of the woodworking stuff yeah yeah how 
Are you gonna? Did you get everything set up on Etsy yet, or no? No, I haven't put anything on Etsy yet. I need to. No. I need to get stuff up there. Uh, I don't know, man. Part of me feels still self-conscious about selling stuff, but I don't know. That's what it is. Do giveaways or something. Is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I actually had a really good idea. I think. Yeah. Even though you don't drink. Mm-hmm. So I use my wood mallet with my Lewis bag to make crushed, crushed ice, ice for my drinks. And that could be a fun way to like market and sell the mallets that you've been making. If you like package them with a Lewis bag and like a little quick, like custom cocktail that you've hmm. come up with or whatever to like put it all together in like a little package, essentially just a thought. Okay. No, uh, I like that. I like that. Cause yeah. what else, like what else would you use this for? I mean, or, in woodworking, or in you woodworking could, you would use it for joinery, but like I've got another idea for you. You could do a wooden spike, make it like a little Atlanta United kind of deal. Mm. You know, I, I don't think you'd be able to legally put any of the Atlanta United branding on there and sell it, mm-hmm. but you could have a creative license to make a wood spike and it'd be themed along those lines right huh yeah i don't know key filer dm'd you on instagram with a woodworking question but then he made a weird smiley face that sounds inappropriate okay i'll have to look at it whenever we get done <laughs> be bold tim yeah be bold be I good know. yeah I'm working on a gift for somebody right now. That should be done in the next couple of days. I'm pretty excited about it. But right on. Yeah, it'll be good. What else yeah, is going on? To go play golf tomorrow. Yeah. Is your mom gonna make cake orders this year? I could probably talk her into it. I only have four pieces left from last year. And That's crazy and that you still have that. I rationed them out, man. I get a piece a month. But right now, I'm trying to eat everything out of the freezer to make way for the 18-pound turkey that Stacy's going to make for Thanksgiving. So I got to empty it out. 18-pound turkey. Oh yeah, that's another. That's kind of on brown, uh, on brand. Elliot even asks anyone on brown. Uh, anybody playing FIFA? Did you get FIFA 21? Nope. And I canceled my Xbox Live membership. It's the first time oh, I've had an Xbox shit. Live membership in probably 15 years. Okay, player. I just don't play my Xbox at all. And it's, uh, we, we also converted over to the Game Pass back whenever COVID started. And now it's like $16 a month. You can't go back to just Xbox Live Gold, I don't think. Oh, so it's just that. Yeah, I think it's permanent. But you still have that? No. Oh, so you canceled it all. For now, anyway. Yeah. I haven't gotten FIFA yet. I didn't get any games, any new games. I know you got PGA, and I'm tempted to get it. I'm not going to lie, but... It's fun. It's just a good, casual game to play whenever you have time. You know, because I can just pick it up and put it down in 20 or 30 minutes, and it's not very stressful, and it's a good solo game to play. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that's all I got, man. I don't really have anything else tonight. Yeah. I think I'm good, too. Oh, score predictions. Uh, I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
one nil Atlanta. Yeah, say we get over the hump. I say we beat their butts, and I say three nil Atlanta over Miami. Mm-hmm. You fool. Mm-mm. You fool. And then we lose to Toronto. Oh yeah, that's happening. Or what if what if that's the game that we end up like? I mean, that's a trap game for Toronto, right? Yeah, I would say so. It what it did feel nice to win a game by multiple goals against DC. We haven't had one of those at all this year, have we? No, I don't think so. Wait, what did we beat Nashville? Was it? It was two one, I think. So, or no, might have been two now. Oh, remember. Whenever the restart happened. Oh yeah, yeah. But LA even says three 0 Atlanta on Wednesday. I'm guessing Brittany asked two one Atlanta. Yeah, we're definitely losing to Toronto. The only question is how bad. We're gonna get over the hump against Miami though. Yeah, they're not gonna be a bugaboo anymore. I agree. All right, man. Well, hopefully, I can find a way to watch it, and then we can talk about it next week. That'd be super fun. Yeah. But if not, I'll still be back. I'm back. <laughs> back full time. Good. Even if I'm not watching the game, I'm still going to be on. So yeah. I miss I miss not recording too much. To Even if I don't watch it, I'll just have to find a way to catch highlights and things piecemealed one way or another. I'm not switching, subscri- I'm not switching to Hulu Live or ESPN Plus or VPNing. I'm digging my heels in at this point but hulu live is no different than youtube tv so yeah but then i'm gonna have to cancel my youtube tv which i've already got set up with everything and then set up something completely different with hulu live and i don't want to do it i just don't want to do it um chiefs coach steve saying willing this into existence atlanta four nil uh kevin escobar saying completely objectively and not and and looking at it or looking at all possibility in a Dr. Strange-like fashion, I predict a 3-1 Atlanta win with a Moreno goal. And then Keith Fowler saying 1-0 Atlanta. I like it. Positivity. Keep spreading it. Go yeah. out and vote. Go out fucking vote. Our early polling place by us was packed today. Yep. Seems to be the case everywhere. I was going to ask you if you were going to do mail-in. I'm not. I'm going in person just because of all this yeah. shit going on. I know right, it's going to take like, forever, but... Yeah. Well, if you get out there, like, we're going to go, like, Brittany has 6 nothing against Miami on Wednesday. Okay. I, I dig like it. it. Um, we got out there early. We voted in the primaries and got out there pretty early, and it didn't. It wasn't bad at all. I think it really just depends on what location you're at. In Gwinnett, we have some... What location and what day of the week you go on? Yeah. I think we might go... We're going to try and go sometime this week, I think. Yeah, I'll probably I know try Danny to do Palacio, Our buddy Danny Palacios waited, I think, six hours in line to vote today. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I think I waited like an hour and a half during the primaries. Wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. However you're doing it, though, do it. It's going to be great. Um, all right. However you found us, thank you for doing so. Uh, be sure to tell a friend if you found us on iTunes or whatever podcatcher that you're using. Be sure to leave us any number of ratings or review to hear it read aloud on the show. 
You can find us collectively on Twitter at Home Before Dark. That's before spelled B in the number four. And individually, Tim, where can they find you at? You find me at Tim Herb. You find me at The Architect. That's at the underscore ARC number one T-E-C-T. Find Dan at DNJMS. And we hope to find all of you guys back here again next week. Same time, same place. As always, be home before dark. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park